Mr. Paul Heinbecker, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thanks for inviting me. Mr. Heinbecker, first of all, who are these people that are trying to cross into Greece? And is this the same or a slightly different composition than that mass migration we had a few years ago? Well, it, yes, is the short answer to both of those questions. Some of it are people coming from uh, Afghanistan, from Iraq, from uh, Pakistan, as well as of some people coming from Syria. But most of the Syrians in the last while have been settled. But there are uh, various people there. The bigger point is that Turkey is hosting 4 million refugees, 3.6 million, I think it is now, Syrians. And the rest are people from the, the neighboring countries who have survived one conflict or another. So the, it's a very large number of refugees that are in Turkey. And now, uh, and, uh, and, and many still want to um, make the trip to, to Europe. And now the Turks have opened up the border to let them go ahead and do that. What was the trigger then for this opening of the border? Well, two things, I think. Uh, the first thing is that... Uh, with the fighting that's going on in northern Syria between the, the Syrian government and, and the opposition rebellion forces that are left there, something like almost another million refugees or prospective refugees are piling up on the border of Turkey with Syria. And the Turks are saying, look, we just can't uh, take more people. Somebody's going to have to help. Uh, they're going to have to share the burden. Uh, that's part of it, and I think also on the, from the Turkish perspective, there's a there's a frustration with with Europe, uh, which hasn't left lived up to its side of the bargain uh, that uh, the EU made with Turkey uh, in 2016. There are a whole lot of uh, the Turks undertook to post the refugees and not allow them to cross into Greece and uh, and to Bulgaria, in return for which the European Union was to provide. 6 billion euros uh, by 2018. And the Turks don't believe the Europeans have lived up to their end of the bargain and no further f serious funding is foreseen. And, you know, when you're, the Turks are, are having to provide uh, education for 650,000 Syrian refugees, you can imagine that in a Canadian context. We took in 50,000 refugees and we couldn't stop patting ourselves on the back for doing it. The Turks are at uh, four, 4 million, and, and the number of students is, is enormous. The Turks have built uh, hundreds of schools, and they have double-shifted a whole lot of other schools. One of the things that people may not be uh, aware of is that Turkish and Arabic are not interchangeable languages. So the, the education for all of these kids has to be in a, in a totally other language than it's spoken in Turkey. And then there are other things that the Turks were promised that the EU would lift visa requirements on Turkish citizens for travel to, to Europe by 2016. They haven't done that. They promised to upgrade their economic relationship. That hasn't been done. Uh, and uh, they also promised that there would be a large-scale resettlement of the refugees out of Turkey in a proper sort of way, systematic way, and uh, administratively sound and in fact, uh, the Europeans have taken only 25,000 refugees in the last three years. So there's the Turks have, a, on the one hand, have a, a crisis building on their southern border, and on the other hand, are fed up with the Europeans, who are, are full of advice to the Turks on what they should do, but don't actually do much themselves. We hear a lot about them crossing or attempting to cross into Greece, and we've seen images of of the Greek forces, uh, police, and other 
trying to hold them back. What's happening with the Bulgarian border? I mean, Turkey borders on Bulgaria. Is is that the same thing there? Are we just not hearing about it or what? I think it's the same thing and we're just not hearing about it. Uh, uh, also, what you're not hearing about very much, but it's also happening, is that people are trying to cross the Aegean into the Greek islands and they're being pushed back out to sea uh, by, by Greek authorities. Uh, and in fact, there was a, another child drowned there a couple of days ago uh, in one such an incident. Uh, so it's uh, the Europeans just don't want to, you know, they, they had four or five years that the Turkish agreement with Turkey bought them. The Turkey they did stop the, the transfer of, uh, from the Middle East through Turkey into into Europe. Uh, but instead of taking that as an opportunity to sort out a, a serious immigration program, the Europeans just either didn't try or if they tried, didn't succeed. They've had three or four or five years of uh, relative peace and quiet. And now the, the problem is upon them again. And uh, they have only themselves to blame because they didn't take advantage of the opportunity to sort things out. Not only do they, do they not want to share the burden with, uh, with Turkey, these uh, four four million refugees. They don't want to share the burden with each other. They want to keep all of the refugees they can in Greece. Well, what has what has changed, Mr. Heimbecker? Because Europe did, uh, reluctantly or otherwise, accept millions of these refugees in, in, when, it, when the migration happened a few years ago. Well, what happened was that the Turks stopped them from, from making the transition across the, the Aegean and through Turkey to uh, to uh, Greece and Bulgaria, that was, and and beyond that, countries like the, the, the Eastern Europe, Eastern European countries, Hungary among others, put up uh, their own barriers to people coming from the south. So they they basically took steps to keep uh, keep the refugees out. But the war has been going on, and that's another. The Turks have been pleading with the Western Europeans and the Americans to uh, you know help create a, a safe zone in northern Syria where Syrians uh, who are, are displaced by the war can go without actually becoming refugees. And that requires a safe zone and also a no-fly zone. But NATO countries just didn't show any interest in doing that at all. So the Turks are still looking for that because they, they have these million people on their border, million more people on their border. So there's uh, the situation is, is really pretty dire. Well, Mr. Heinbecker, where do you see this situation going then? If if uh, Turkey says uh, we're going to let them loose, unless uh, and I presume they're saying unless you live up to your bargain and start. Uh, no, they're they're beyond that. They're saying we're, we've let them loose. And we're not going to stop people trying to go into Europe anymore. Uh, so they, uh, we're we're beyond the the or else part. So uh, what happens now then? Well, uh, it depends on how many of those Syrian refugees want to want to keep on moving and how many of them prefer to remain in, in Turkey. But if they, if they start to move in large numbers, the Europeans will have the problem all over again. Mr. Paul Heinbecker, thank you very much for this. Thank you.